Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of your and my favorite podcast, Con Job. This week, Alexa and I are going to go over some canceled conventions that have recently come up, and we're also going to discuss the the omnipresent topic of refund versus rebook. Because and, that's uh, a, there should be that's a big thing right now. That that yeah, there should be plenty to talk about, a plethora, if you will. So uh, we'll start out with the uh, cancel cons. So we'll go to the ones that kind of happened most recently, I, I get. Well, the bigger ones that happened most recently is uh, Orlando Megacon, the one that was happening uh, Halloween week. Yeah, their little uh, – their mini event that – The little mini one. You right? know, a lot of people – a lot of people criticized it when they decided to, to, to do the thing. Um, you know, I – I got to tell you, I was looking forward to it. One, because it was literally the weekend after my birthday. So it would have given me a little bit of uh, a reason to be in Orlando um, at the same time. And, and get sloppy tacos. And get sloppy tacos. But at the same time, like I get it. I, 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 I get it. I, I know why you know, they're, they're canceling it. Um, and it's not why everybody thinks. Um, you know, I it's not the right time you know we there's so much stuff going on right now so it sucks but it is what it is yeah no i don't i mean i don't blame them it's you know it's it's kind of the way things are going especially in that that big area yeah. of uh of florida uh, florida your area like, of florida yeah right well then the next two are actually other hot spots if you will so dallas fan days was another one that uh, went by the wayside, which was, uh, gosh, what was it originally? Dated? It was uh, like August one. 16th through 18th, um, the week before <laughs> my birthday. So it was, you know, I was excited for October because there was so much going on in October that, you know, it looked like uh, it looked like things were going to going to get rolling. But at, at the end of the day, Informa is a Canadian company. You know, they, they're the company right. that runs so it's hard shows. enough for them. Yeah, because, I mean, the, yeah. we don't even know if the travel ban is going to be lifted. So for them to, to say, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and go do a convention, you know, it, <laughs> I, and that's the thing. I got to give them props for, for canceling it when they did instead of waiting yeah, until troops before the show. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. So now for the next one, we'll stay in Texas and go with the uh, Texas Frightmare. Yeah, that, that was also what September. I think September 11th, right? Yeah, yeah, it was it was some sometime around there. Um, you know, that was a reschedule. You know, it was a yeah, it was a reschedule from earlier in the year, and that's for our horror friends. That's a huge show. That show mm-hmm. last year went up against Dallas, um, Dallas mm-hmm. Fan Expo. They were the same weekend, like like a couple miles from one another, and they had a great turnout then. So that's, a, that's a show that has a fan base and, you know, it, it, that's a huge hit for, for our buddies over in the, you know, the, the horror world for sure. Losing that show. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've actually, you know, obviously our stuff is more princess and Disney based. So, I, but I've, I've heard a lot of good things about that show. I'm a big horror fan. So, right. I've always wanted to get into one of those just to walk around and see, but right. 
Um, moving on, moving on to Greater Philadelphia Comic Con. Yeah, um, you know, Greater Philly. It's a uh, it's a smaller show. It's uh, I know the promoter Chris. Um, you know, he he works with one of my friends from the cosplay world, um, Eric Moran, and I learned about the cancellation today from him. Um, it it's a medium sized show, but it's in Philly. Like it's in that area. So yeah, and that was that was September fourth too. Yep. But yeah, Philly, like you said, that's that's um, anything in the in the in the you know the big downtown areas, the bigger downtown areas of any I guess any state are going to get kind of nixed. I would think more often than not. Yeah, I think you know just well, we've got a couple more to talk about, but I think until either later on in the year um, when this is hopefully under control, because I get a feeling. We're going to start seeing some mask mandates, but that's just my, uh, you know, my commentary, um, you know, some statewide. Welcome to Florida. I know, right? Um, especially <laughs> with the news, uh, you know, the news that came out today about uh, certain certain conventions being uh, canceled in the state and whatnot. Um, so not comic conventions, by the way. Um, you know, I think you're going to start seeing yes. some, uh, <laughs> thank you for being, yeah, clear. there you go. I think, I think you're going to start seeing some, some mask mandates going out. And I think, uh, if that starts happening, we're going to start seeing some drops in numbers and hopefully we'll be able to start getting some reasonable sized events in, uh, in the larger cities. Right. Right. Um, let's see, let's move on then. Uh, Onicon Halloween weekend. I don't know much about that show. Like I, I, I don't, I don't know much about it at all. So I can't speak to it. That was in Galveston, okay. Gal- Galveston, Texas. Yeah. So I should have kept that uh, in the Texas. I was going to say that's Dallas, in the Texas right? area still. But so we're we're still. I, in that spot. I dropped the ball. Gosh, there. what's wrong with you? I had him in the wrong area. I I, I numbered him wrong. Uh, it's my fault. I okay. Take the blame. And who who else but, do we have? Uh, as far as canceled cons. Well, I was gonna. I was actually going to say I, I, I like the Galveston area. I would always like to do a show there. So this might be something to look at. I, I don't know anything about it. I'd try, uh, maybe we can get someone to chime in, let us know if the, how, how this one is because I, yeah. I like that area. But I, di- I digress. Next one on the list, Arkansas Comic Con. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's Jay's show from uh, ABC. Right. He, uh, I, I got to tell you, man, they, that company has been freaking stand-up. You know, they, they canceled a show and they, they offered refunds to everybody, you know, and it's going to be a big topic of what we're going to talk about today, but you know, there's, there's shows that are not offering refunds at all. You know, there's, there's shows that are, um, you know, they're, you don't even have to ask for them. They're automatically giving them, you know, it's, it's right. The, the gamut is so broad. It's pretty wild. And then we have uh, one more. It didn't cancel, but it moved. It just changed the dates. Uh, L.A. Comic Con. I know that one uh, is near and dear to your heart. Um, you know, some of my favorite people in the Comic Con industry work for the uh, the parent company of, of L.A. Comic Con. Um, I've been back and forth with Karen, the, uh, the VP of sales. Um, she's amazing. Um, she's, she's a former hot topic person. You know, she's, she is part of the pop culture world. Um, you know, she's, she's got some roots there. So, you know, talking to her, you know, maybe, 
Maybe we could get her on. Well, someday. you know, it's funny that you say that because she and I have been talking about that. And one of the things that uh, oh, nice. that we're delaying getting her on is what they're doing with the show. Um, and I, luckily, I, I'm I'm a little privileged mm-hmm. to know some of the like the inside stuff with them. Um, and one of the things that I'm I'm stoked about is some of their plans. You know, there's they released a lot of stuff today in their statement saying, "Hey, you know, we're going to move it." We're still trying to have it this year. September's not the right month. You know, we're looking at December. Um, these are the steps that we're going to take. People are still freaking out, but the other stuff that they're talking about doing is, um, you know, it's it's kind of groundbreaking stuff for where we're at right now. And as soon as I can get her on, She's when I talked to her today, she was literally juggling six things at once. Um, but she wanted to talk to me because we we needed to swap some ideas. And I I gotta tell you, when she's on, she's passionate and you guys are gonna love her. Um, and she's gonna she's gonna be a wealth of information. She really is. So I'm excited to get her on. So is there any uh late breaking news that you can drop on the pod based on your conversations uh, with them? I you know, I can't. Um, uh, here I know, go. I know. Privilege, privilege. It is privileged, but I, I will say, man, you know, she's, it's, it's good stuff. Um, I think it's going to be stuff that going forward, even after things return to normal, um, there are going to be things that we can use in conventions, you know, to, to improve the experience, um, you know, to, to allow people to be able to, you know, experience the show on a different level so i i'm excited for it I, that's that's the most i can say i think people are gonna gonna be excited for it it's uh it's it's nice you know it's innovation so that with that being said um you know i can't uh, can't really talk about what it is uh, what a tease i know that's what i do <laughs> all right so then um We'll go ahead and get into the, the main crux of the, uh, of the pod. But before we do, I'd like to just take a pause to uh, drop in our ad for the show. All right. So now that we are done with that, we will go ahead and get into the main part here. So the topic that, uh, that you and I have been talking about for, for a little bit here, and we actually put a, uh, put a poll out there on the, on the wave, uh, forum, the forum group, whatever, whatever the heck it's called. I don't even know. <laughs> the, um, the the facebook group yeah thank you um that thing just the the idea of rebooking versus refund and just trying to get people's ideas and um so so where do you stand it depends on the show you know it depends there's about a million factors that uh you know that that play into whether i want to you know roll over that booking or if i want to get a refund from you know, from the, uh, from the promoter. Um, so when you say it depends on the show, what are the factors that you, that you're talking about? You know, it depends on when the reschedule is, you know, if, uh, let's, let's take, uh, let's take well, a show. Let's, let's set a, let's set a bar for this discussion that it's not a, it's not a, it's a cancellation. If it's not in the same year, it's canceled. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So it's, it's, you're rebooking for next year. Like, so anything that's in 2020, like Megacon, when they did the one in, um, where they, they pushed it to October, but 
but they were still having their real Megacon in March of next year. To me, that's a rebook, and they just are adding another show. You know, right. or or um, Plan- Planet was going to move to August, and then you know, so that that's not a rebook; that's a move. And then when they canceled that, it's now it's a, you know, now it's a cancellation. Hey, we're keeping your money for next year's show. Okay, so, so keep, let's that's that. Let's, let's discuss it from that standpoint. Let Let's talk about then rebook or the rescheduled shows. Okay, um, if. If I've got a show and let's say it's, you know, we're, we're going to go with, we're going to use planet for an example. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, planet Con, that was a show that was originally scheduled for March, April um, and canceled or sorry, rescheduled. Um, yes. They rescheduled for August and that August date conflicted with another show that I'd already committed to that made part of another trip worth you know worth doing right because i was gonna have you know two three shows in you know in one leg of this trip that you know i do one one weekend one another weekend one the next weekend and if i canceled the show that was in the middle because it was smack dab in the middle if i canceled that show then it it doesn't make sense for me to do those other shows so canceling planet for myself and asking for the refund um you know they they understood um luckily for me they understood and they they went ahead and processed the refund especially considering i paid for my booth literally a week and a half before they canceled the show oh yeah so you know there was that but there's also other factors you know if if there's other shows that are being scheduled near you know near that show that, you know, I'm going to have to crisscross the country. You know, I take that into consideration. Um, You know, I take into consideration like earlier this year, there was, oh my gosh, Emerald city, um, Rose city, Salt Lake and LA comic-con were literally like back to back to back to back nearly like it was, it was insane how close together they were, and they were four that works major. Well, that works for well for the. That works well in terms of the location of those, though, right? Yes and no. Um, they're major shows that people typically travel from areas to go to. So now you've got these destination shows that they're literally hitting, you know, right after another, and your attendance is obviously going to be going to be down from those, you know, from those shows anyway, because you know, the, the end of the world, Mm -hmm. but you've also got, now you've got the additional, you know, strain of now, now there's, you know, there's other shows that are going to be pulling people away uh, because they, they're not going to be able to do all four of those shows like they would have been able to do if they were spread year right right, um, right. so it, it it made things really weird um you know with that had i you know had i had a, an emerald city booked i i would have moved emerald city um because read pop was not offering refunds for vendors so you know i would have had to have moved it to another show to a, a new york or a c2e2 next year or what have you um you know and i would have i would have made that happen um, right Typically, 
you know, that money's already out there. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah. It, I, for me, I would, I would let it roll over unless I needed the money, you know, or unless let's say it's a show where I bought, I bought two booths. Okay. And, you know, it was a, uh, it was, I, I had big plans for that show this year because, you know, they, there's a show in particular that I'm thinking about, you know, that show had some major guests planned, you know, it was going to play right into a lot of the stuff that I do. I felt like I needed, you know, needed the bigger space. If I purchased two booths at that show, I may say, Hey, next year, I know that we're not going to be nearly as busy. You know, I know that, you know, the landscape is going to change and your show might be crazy, but I don't think that we're going to be able to make the, you know, that type of sales. I think, you know, I'm do you really put that much thought into it when you're, when you're going after it? Like when you're thinking about this, you know, people, some people might laugh, but I, I analyze everything whenever I'm, whenever I'm considering shows and that's whenever I'm deciding to book a show. Whenever I'm deciding to, you know, move or go or refund a show, you know, whenever I'm deciding on product, there's so much that I consider it's ridiculous. And that's, we've got enough of that for an entire different, uh, different episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny though. Cause for, for us, like, you know, when, when one cancels, obviously the most important thing for me is the what's the date. I mean, this is assuming we have the option. Cause for me, the, if I, if that, if I had to pick, I'm going to take rebook nine, nine times out of 10, I guess, because, you know, I look to when it's happening as long as it's not happening at the same time as another show. Like for example, um, Supercon and Denver, I believe next year right. on the same weekend. Right. So we live in South Florida. So Supercon, it's a no brainer. It's, it's a 40 minute, 50 minute drive for us to go to Miami, you know, versus flying across the country to Denver. Right. Even though we have family, when we go to Denver, you know, Meg's uh, aunt and uncle live there, so we don't pay for any any food, any lodging, any car. So it's really just the flight. So it's not a significant uh, payment that we're ha- that we're looking for. But if we don't have to fly, we don't have to, you know, you sleep in your own bed. Um, that sort of thing definitely plays into it. Um, there was only one show that I really looked at in terms of money. Like we really needed the money at that time. So it was like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta cancel it. And I think, I guess one of the main parts of it that makes me hesitant to get a refund is the, if it's a show that's juried, if it's juried and we're in like dragon con, for example, which is hard enough to get in as it is. Or New York, you know, if, if those postpone, hey, keep the money, please. Just to guarantee me I'm in next year. You know what right. I mean? But some there are some smaller shows that are juried that, you know, we can we, we get in like Denver's juried, right? I think D- Denver's juried, I I, I guess. Yeah, um, you know, I, I think it is. You, I don't, I don't, you can't get in there sure. half the time. So, yeah. <clears throat> OK, so there you go. So that's one that, you know, I, I'm just going to take the chances on for the for 2022. <clears throat> but. Um, if it's, if it's one of the really big shows and, um, it's juried, I generally just say, keep the money, you know, whatever. Cause I like to, I like to have them paid for already. It's one less thing to worry about. I mean, granted, you know, if we're, if we're really hard up, we need the money. That's a different story. But <clears throat> for the most part, I like to just say, you know, Hey, I got right. Like, cause as it is right now, I got, 
<clears throat> however many shows going into next year, I'm, I'm booked up, you know, I'm paid up through, you know, uh, May already of next right. year. And, you know, let's, we're only in August, you know what I mean? So it's like all that, <clears throat> all that's off the books this year and it sucks. But, you know, I had the, I had those shows paid this year in November of last year. I was paid up through right. August of this year of, from last year in November. So, um, I think the most important thing for, for us, and I like to, I'm guessing a lot of the people out there are in the same boat that it comes down to the money, you know, whether or not they need it. And in times like, you know, like they are today, <clears throat> a lot of people just need it. Like, Hey, I, I need that 500 bucks. I need that thousand bucks. So it's going to keep me afloat for another month or two. So I really need it. So the most, <clears throat> I think what, what the vendor should really be doing is really reaching out and being like, Hey, you have the option, you know, but there, a lot of a lot of them aren't. A lot of them aren't, and that kind of sucks. I right. Mean, I and get it. I get it from a business standpoint from the vendors. I get it because they have to pay bills and whatever. From the promoters, you mean? From, yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> from the promoters. Yeah. Like they have to pay bills. They have to keep their people busy. You know, keep their employees. But they also got to think about the people that keep them. You know, that keep them in business. Right. <clears throat> and I, I think that's something that, you know. <sighs> You know, everything you said, I 100% agree with, you know, especially the jury shows. Um, I, I I will not ask for my money back from a show that I've had a hard time getting into before that's juried. Um, I also, though, I have a hard time, like, I have a hard time with shows that are, you know, they, they don't even give you the option. You know, right, oh, we're just right. going to roll you over for next year. How do you know that that works with my schedule, first and exactly. foremost? And second, how do you know that I'm even going to be here or you're going to be here? Right, right. That's, That's that the is... scary one. Like, you know, yes. the, bigger, the bigger companies, you know, you, you know, your Reed Pops and your your um, your Megacon. What, what are they? Fan Expo? Right. Uh, Informa. Informa. Informa Pop. Thank you. Um, but, you know, those ones I don't worry about. But, you know, you're right. Some of these smaller ones that, that you know, not that they're, uh, you know, Johnny come lately companies, but they're, they're smaller and you never know. No, you never know. You know, like Imaginarium, for example, they're, they're not, they're not a, a, a tiny one, but they're, you know, you never, you never know. Yeah. You know well, and I mean? I mean, even, even looking at, you know, like Wizard World's not going to fold, um, you know, they're, they're running freaking virtual events right. left and right, uh, which I have my own opinions on. <laughs> well, um, that's it for another day. That's another for, that's for another day. Down but, uh, you know, <laughs> at the same time, like looking at, you know, some of these other, like the smaller ones, like AVC, you know, Jay is doing an amazing job refunding vendors. And do I think he's going to be around next year? Absolutely. But he's one of those smaller guys that if he were like, nope, we're not doing refunds at all. I've got your money. Like I would be questioning it only because of how like brazen that sounds like it, it feels very brazen. Um, you know, then, then you've got, you know, you've got the, the flip side of, of really of that, you know, with conventions that are just handing out refunds, like, uh, <laughs> like crazy, um, yeah, you know, which is, yeah. which is the informas, you know, informa said, if you want a refund, you can get it. And, you know, it might take, eight to 12 to 16 weeks or however long it takes, but you know, they're giving it to you. And I, I got to give them props for that. Um, you know, they're, they've upset some vendors or some uh, attendees rather, cause they're not, they're not doing refunds on, 
on attendee passes apparently. Um, I think, I think that policy will change, but yeah, that's, that kind of worries me for next year with them just because that's a, like, that's a PR nightmare. It really is. Can't do one without the other. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I, I typically, I, I will take the rebook, you know, to, to kind of round out the, the question i'll take the rebook unless i know it's going to conflict or you know if i need to pay my electric bill versus right. maybe not get into a show that was kind of one that i might not have done right and i, I yeah i think the date the the new date is the most important thing in my absolutely book. yeah that's definitely that's the first thing on my checklist when that when one comes up yeah i mean i i've got an event next year that i wasn't offered a refund on that conflicts with a trade show that I was already planning on being part of. So now, you know, now I've got, you know, I've got kind of a a conundrum, you know, I've also, I'm looking at next year, you know, there's, there are several dates that are overlapping next spring. You know, there, we're going to have weekends where we're going to have like five, you know, five mid-sized conventions and two majors. Sounds like we're going to have a lot of uh, review podcasts to do. All right. I mean, we're going to have to. Uh, we're going to have to get some correspondence. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> this is Trisha Takanawa. We're going to have to get um, some feet on the ground. Right. If if we have Trisha Takanawa, then I I'm going to be so happy because she's from Quahog. Um, <laughs> she's their correspondent, so I love her. Um, <laughs> Family guy is so ridiculous. Yes, yes. It really is. <laughs> giggity, giggity. All right. <laughs> but um, back to the topic. Sorry. Yes, yes. Back to the topic <laughs> at hand. To we, on, on par. You got to keep me on track. Um, you know, I, I think, I, I think vendors really need to, you know, need to look at their finances. But we also we we need to have the option to refund. We, you know you're not hosting your event this year or, i purchased or it, give it yeah i was gonna say maybe they reach out i mean i know it might not be possible for some of the bigger ones but some shows maybe reach out to vendors i mean giving them the options one thing but maybe if you if you're the promoter and you go hey you know we really need this money to, to stay afloat are you okay with a rebook you know no i'm not okay i really need a refund okay just thought i'd throw it out there yeah, and I mean, or, yeah, that's yeah. You know, you put it that way, that's fine. You need it more than I do. I'd rather do the show than not. You know, so. And you know the the other side of that is like, uh, there might be a specific reason why I booked that show this year. Right, depending versus, on placement in the in your calendar and where yeah. where it's located. Right, so next it, year you're not going to do one in Orlando, then the next week in LA, and then the next weekend in Jacksonville. Exactly, so, and right. and that's you know with some of some of how you know how some of these these things are falling, you know it's forcing you to alter your your calendar and your trips. You know, right, significantly, right? Some right. of them can be really significant, like that example I just gave. That's that's a. I mean, if you're like for us, we fly. That's not a big deal. I mean, sure, flying right. sucks. But if I'm flying from Florida to LA and back, it sucks. But I'll get over it in two days, and then I'll just fly to the next one. You know what I mean? But if you're driving, I mean, that's that's a three day, four day drive after yeah. after standing on your feet for you know however many days it is. That's that's yeah, that's not fun. 
for, you know, this year when I was looking at doing there, there is a scenario where there are some major shows that happen, you know, a week apart from each other on the coasts. And oh. I, I was I, right. I was looking at doing WonderCon this year, but WonderCon was the week before MegaCon. And right. I, you know, right. I, I'd be in LA and then there's the example. And then right back. Yeah. To and I, I would have to, I would literally have to leave WonderCon. I would have to be loaded out and in the van by 10 o'clock on Sunday yeah. nights and have a good amount of driving done before falling asleep just to make it Four, possible. 40 hours of driving. Yeah. So thanks, I would, no right. I would literally have to have to drive all night. I would have to have somebody to drive with me and then we would have to stop for a few hours, take a nap, take a shower, find a hotel, like sleep for like five hours and then get back on the road and drive for the next 30 hours. <laughs> yeah. In Cause order... loaded for, cause Megacon, it was a loaded on Wednesday on Wednesday. So yeah. you'd literally like, you'd get there Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get there Tuesday late and you're right back at it. You're, you know, you're doing this thing. Um, you know, and some people are like, well, you should just ship your stuff. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You can't do that. Like yeah. that's, that's not economically feasible for most, most people that would have to ship stuff like that. But you know, the, the rescheduling and the forced rollover is, uh, is definitely going to cause some problems next year. For yeah. Sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm really wanting to waiting to see how, uh, how it's going to balance out because obviously next year people are going to be paid up for, you know, a large amount of shows, but because of everything that's going on, is it, is it going to be worth it? You know what I mean? For the, to, to re up for some of these for 2022. And, you know, obviously Megacon, Emerald City, those, those shows we're re upping for the next year without thinking twice, but you know, some of the smaller end shows, you know, if it, if there's not as good of a turnout because of the fact that, you know, it's just starting to get back to normal, you know, or maybe the rules have changed so much in the future that we don't know about. The rules have just changed so much where it's just not worth it for, you know, 20, 50,000 people to come to a show. They're just like, you know what, whatever. It goes from 50,000 attendees to 20. And then, you know, and we can get into some, you know, possible rules that they're going to do, but neither here nor there. Let's just say that the, the amount of people drops that much. So as a vendor, like, well, crap, I just lost half my you know, half the people are showing up, so I'm not making as much money. So what's going to happen in 2022 now? Do I, am I going to, am I going to really try to come up with this much money to, to get a booth, which, and then the promoters will probably raise the prices. That and point. that's, that's going to be, you know, that, that's something that I, I think a lot of these promoters haven't, they, they haven't even thought about is the fact that, you know, they're basically, they're keeping your money that you paid for a booth when you expected to have, you know, let's, let's use a, let's use the planet numbers. I want to say it's like 60,000 people or whatever, whatever they, they cite that they have, um, right. you know, and so they're saying roll in, 60 and, and let's, only 30 let's, show up. Right. But you I know, paid, I paid for a booth based on 60, right? Yeah. Based on, based on, you know, attendance from years past and you're charging, you know, these, these, these promoters are charging, for you know based on the attendance that they've had in the past so right. you know it's it's one of those things where it's like you know now 
are the booths even worth it? You know, I look at, I, I'm going to, I'm going to toss them under the bus. Um, I hate to, but you know, they're, they're great people. They're very nice to me. They treat me like family, but wizard, you know, I look at the wizard booths right now, you know, those booths are expensive for what they were bringing in pre COVID. Mm-hmm. And now you look at those booths and you say $1,200 for a 10 by 10 in a, in an event that's probably only going to draw a third to a half yeah, of what same. they were drawing before 5,000 people. Right. Yeah. You know, and, you know, doing like a, uh, you know, doing a wizard Chicago, let's, let's, let, let me speculate for a minute. You know, if a wizard Chicago were to happen, you know, they would have to, they would have to drop their, you know, their vendor count because there's no way that they're going to allow vendors to be spaced like they normally would be. Right. And then they're going to have to look at, you know, how their attendees come in. How are they going to even bring attendees in in Chicago where, you know, there's crazy rules. What if you can only have 4,000 people a day at that point? Is it even worth it to have the show? Right. But you know, 16,000 people over four days, it's going to be a captive audience, but I mean, is it worth it for me as a vendor to pay $1,200 for 16,000 people? Yeah, I, I think the answer to that is an easy no. Right? You know, I mean, unless, I, unless you're doing it on South Beach where everybody's got a lot of money and you know they're going to well, spend it. <laughs> and, I mean, that's the, that, that cost is read pop booth cost for, you know, you know, B level, you know, B level animation numbers. B level, yeah, right. So you know, and that's that's sixteen thousand, not unique. Let me let me reiterate that, you know, or well, we're assuming sixteen thousand unique. We're not assuming that, you know, five thousand of those people are buying multi day passes. So you know. There, or let's, you know, 5,000 of those 16,000 are multi-day passes. So now you've really only got, you know, about 11, 12, 12,000 people that are unique. So that drops the, you know, those people don't automatically leave and, you know, go to their, uh, their Animal Crossing island and sell more radishes and get more money. That's not how that works. Exactly. <laughs> my daughter loves that game. <laughs> I had to, I had to throw Animal Crossing in. My roommate yeah. plays it all the time. So yeah, that's funny. No, I. It's it's kind of interesting. Like, and I, I hate to throw Wizard under the bus for the example, but you know their their booth cost that's a good is going to be yeah yeah it's going to be out of proportion or out of uh, you know, kind of out of whack for for the attendance. Um, and that's something else that, you know, like with the Megacon, the, the rescheduled Minicon that they were doing, they were only doing, you know, to, to uh, what, 25,000 people over the three days. That's yeah. all they were going to sell. They, they are the only company that I have seen adjust their pricing based on the attendance. Their boots were only going to be 650 bucks. Yeah. And I applaud them for that. That's, that's a, it's, I like when they know, Hey, we're, we're doing less people. So we're going to charge you less, you know, even though the venue, the venue is still the same. I I like, you know, that, that makes me, you know, smile to see that somebody's like, okay, I, I, because I have the name Megacon, I can charge 1200 
But you know what? Because we're letting in less people, you know, we're going to, we're going to keep it, be smart about it. So yeah. I like that. And I would have driven to, to Orlando for a show that's going to do 25,000 people when I know there's only going to be 300 vendors, you know, or 200 vendors and artists total. And, you know, I'm going to have this captive, this captive type audience. So I, I digress. So, yeah, I, I don't know. The, the debate is always going to be there. You know, there's a lot of vendors that just roll it over just right. because without even they, thinking about it. Cause it's, yeah. it's off the books. I mean, if you think about it from some standpoint, it's, it's off the books, right? So for 2020, uh, or for, you know, I, I paid for, for example, us, we paid for the, some of these shows in 2019, some of them we paid for in 2020. So 2020 go, comes and goes the money out. Obviously I'm taking a loss as a business, which is a good thing. Cause now I, you know, I can write, I can write off some of those losses. I don't have to pay as much taxes. So 2021, right. I'm, you know, potentially could, it'll offset because now I got more coming in because, you know, it shows that we're paid for with, you know, the money that's not being accounted for that in 2021, you know what I mean? So I'm making more money. So, you know, it's a give and a take, but I think, um, anytime I can pay for it, it's a, and I don't have to think about it. Like, ah, I'm paid, you know, I got a show next year in April. I'm paid up. I don't even have to think about it. Right. You know, like I like that as a, as you know, running the business, I, I like to think I don't have to worry about, oh crap. Now I got to find another 800 bucks or, you know, cause you know, you're paying for a lot of these shows way ahead of time. You're not paying for it. Hey, I got a show next week. Let me drop some money on it. No, right. you're paying for it. You know, we're paying up months in advance. So, well, but next year, <laughs> I think next year is going to be tough because like I, I didn't pay for any of my spring shows. You know, January, February, March. Mm. I've got, I've got some shows that are that are paid up, but not many. So looking at that, let's see. I've got uh, two two shows in January, three shows in January. Two of them I'm in. Then February, I don't have a show. March, I've got one show that I'm paid up for. So the first three months, I've got three shows that I've paid. I've, I'm paid paid up for. So now I've got to say, okay, I've got to come up with X money for these shows. And what if I can't get into those shows? What if I have to take a secondary show? And now that's going to alter all my plans. Like, right. I think you're going to see a lot of that happening next year with people that didn't have the shows later in the year. No, that's true. That's true. I mean, <sighs> it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> so, um, all right. Yeah. You got anything else? I no. I think, uh, you know, I think we've kind of, co- yeah, we've kind of covered it. You know, we, we've talked about the factors involved for sure. Um, you know, and it's, it's all going to be based on, you know, individual need and, you know, where, where you think your business is at, where it's going to be. And, you know, the dates, like it's, it's really the dates. It's, it, it boils <laughs> down to, you know, is this even gonna, is this even the right, well, right yeah, time for the show it's dates and then it's also timing for you you know if yeah. i have if i have 12 dollars in the bank and a show cancels that i paid 1200 for I'm, I, and i if i have the option i'm gonna i'm gonna refund because i'd rather have you know 1212 dollars in the account and then just 12 right so well, um it, and you know i i've got a friend who love him to death friend. not gonna lie i do I got a lot of friends. I, got, I know a lot of people. Um, you know, one, one of my 
one of my compadres, if you will. Um, he, he was actually my roommate at uh, Collective Con this weekend. Um, great dude. He's now the, the harbinger of death for conventions because anytime <laughs> he pays for a convention, they cancel. Um, he paid for Salt Lake City. Two days later, they canceled. Um, he, he paid for, um, for Tampa and Atlanta. A couple days later, they canceled. Like, it's just, it's been a constant, like, cancel, 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 cancel when he pays. Um, so I, I chuckle. Uh, but, you know, he's, like, he keeps paying for these shows, and they're not offering refunds. Uh. And it's so messed up. Yeah. You know, he's like, yep. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Luckily, you know, but he's, you know, he's going to make it work for next year. He's going to be in rock star shape next year. And he's probably going to be at a point where, you know, halfway through the year, he's like, you know what? I've got enough in the bank. I'm going to pay for all of my shows for 2022. 2022. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, you, know, you play your cards right. I think that's the that's the best case scenario. Yeah, you know, that's the best case scenario for anybody that's that's going through this now. You know, so no, absolutely, absolutely. But outside of that, you know, I'm tapped. I think uh, we've beaten the horse enough on this thing. Um, yeah, and I think uh, I think we can call it a night. All right. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it this week. And uh, if not, try again next week. Right? We'll have something else to talk about. Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right. Take care. See you guys. See you.